So I'm sitting with Mark Grundon. Yeah. It says Saddleback Pastor, and you start a new role with small groups. Yes. And languages. Yes. And we're here in Orange County. You just said there's a third of the population that are foreign born. It's been this huge opportunity that you're starting to minister, coordinate some ministry with them through small groups. Yeah. Well, and you're just giving me a, a review what you just said in terms of the leaders that you're starting to mobilize and how you're serving them. Sure. My role is I'm a small group pastor here. Yep. And as a small group pastor, I care for a number of small groups here at our church. Uh, those, like you're saying, are specifically uh, those in the city of Irvine, and then mm -hmm. in addition to that, small groups that meet in other languages rather than English. Most of these people are bilingual. If they're attending Saddleback, it's a predominantly we're an English-speaking church on our weekend services for the most part. Uh, but so if they're coming here, likely you are you are, you are bilingual. Um, but what I'm seeing here, and so in supporting those small groups, there small groups at Saddleback also is that we're not just a Bible study, but the difference is that we're living across the five purposes of what God has for us, right? Um, and one of those purposes is mission. Mm -hmm. And so as small groups are looking to engage, if you are a, if you are a group that's gathering together in Mandarin or Vietnamese or uh, in, in Farsi, uh, there's obviously a, a big heart that you have for people that are like you mm -hmm. and that are, that are far from you. Oftentimes these people are first-generation Christians that mm -hmm. are attending our, our, our in these small groups. Mm -hmm. So where I'm going from this is, is I also see one of the great opportunities for growth in our church in reaching people that, not, that hey, don't know the Lord and are not connected to a church are really in, the, in these international pockets. Yeah. I, like I was saying, a third of Orange County is a, is a county of three million people. A third of that county, or just under it, just over 900,000 of the three million people here are foreign born. Wow. And, uh, and so we're one of the most diverse counties in America. And so there's two elements that are happening to people. Number one, when you come here to America, there's a deep desire to integrate into American society. At the same time, there is still a heart connection to people from your own cultural and language background that you're able to connect with. So what I'm doing here is we're bringing these groups together and we're helping, helping them be healthy. So number one, helping people that are coming, looking for that language community, helping connect them to those groups and then also... Uh, helping those groups become healthy. What does health look like? At Saddleback, we have a metric for that, basically helping those groups live out the five purposes together as, as a group. Um, yeah, so that's the overall. And what I'm saying here is, you know, what, what we're doing before is uh, in churches and what we did historically, I think, here in our churches, we'd have a, our own little, like, language, like a, like a cultural community. It'd be yes. like the Chinese community, and it'd yes. be the... Vietnamese community or the Hispanic community and these different groupings are and in these different communities they're mostly function around festivities and food and it'd be a highly relational thing nothing wrong with that but what I found over time is they would all pitter out because they didn't have a purpose greater than themselves and once you find a few friends out of that that's really what people are looking for you have your friendships and then you don't have the desire to go back continually because it you know it is just relational fatigue in there so people are still looking for that sort of mid-group size and a large troop like, like ourselves. And so my, my, uh, uh, my intention is what I'm looking is, okay, we want to, to have those communities centered in the small group community. Small groups are a big part of our church. Yep. And if we have groups already meeting together in particular languages, then let's group those together. Mm -hmm. And it fits in our small group management you know, mm -hmm. structure. We have community leaders, which are hosts, 
of small groups that also care for hosts of other groups. So all when the Chinese groups get together, we have 15 Chinese-speaking groups here at Saddleback and Lake Forest, our main campus. And in those, we have, those are clustered into five separate groups, or five groups, five groups, five groups. And when all 15 come together, that's really our Chinese community at this campus coming together. Now when they come together, uh, they are, hopefully there's an expression or an, a, an onboarding or an initiative to help them express one of the purposes. And one mm-hmm. of the main ones is, you know, that we have a lot of, you know, the diaspora of Chinese, mm-hmm. let's use this as an example, within Saddleback that are not connected to other people. They're, they're even surprised when they come here that there's other Chinese-speaking people here at this campus, mm-hmm. when actually there's a, as a, as a, as a large group of them, actually. So it's helping get them connected into that community. You're mm-hmm. here for the food, we're celebrating Mid-Autumn Festival or whatever. Well, if you want to be a part of the Chinese community, be a part of our small group, great. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's also looking into the, um, it's also looking into the outreach. Mm-hmm. You know, we have tremendous, we have a tremendous opportunity, you know, one third I'm talking about overall in all the different ethnicities and backgrounds that are moving in. But like Saddleback, we're in Lake Forest, right? In Lake Forest is a community, a brand new development called Baker Ranch. It's mm-hmm. dominated by Chinese. Um, also, like, you know, we have a new, a, a new development. It's still being developed uh, right on the edge of Irvine, and it's called, you know, um, a Great Park. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of Chinese nationals coming in. Yes. And what you find in a lot of this, and this is what um, a lot of touchpoint, and this is using Chinese as an example, many other stories from other ethnic groups and language groups, is that in Chinese in particular, there is a, um, what you find is a lot of, uh, Number one, at this moment in time, Indian nationals and Chinese nationals are the largest uh, nationalities that are immigrating into the United States. And they're the largest population in the world. The largest population in the world. So it just happens it works out that way too. And what I'm finding here is what, and Saddleback style, right? Saddleback, uh, Pastor Rick's outlook for our church is people are most easy to be reached when they're in transition and under tension. Mm-hmm. And both are happening in the, li- in the mm-hmm. lives of many of these people. Many of them are coming in. Um, this isn't the story for everyone, but this is a very common story where there is a, um, a, a Chinese businessman in China sends his wife and kids here in America to be educated. And uh, they're here, they're driving their, their, you know, their designer car, have their designer handbag, they have the, their whole house outfitted. Uh, they're li- living the good life, and yet their husband, lonely businessman, starts a, a second family in China. Actually, wow. a more common story than you think. And so that woman here is on the payroll of her husband, basically, and is, is, is facing so much brokenness in that, and who's coming yeah. alongside of them. So we just had a, uh, we just had, yeah, so there's many ways to, to, to there's, just, there's just a lot of brokenness, a lot of transition, and what people are looking for is not only care in those aspects to have understanding mm-hmm. and support when they're all alone in here, uh, and when they feel the disillusionment of, of, of wealth, and, and uh, not that there is disillusionment in wealth itself, but when you, you have it, you feel that that is your security and, mm-hmm. and, and, and identity in life and, and the disillusionment when that crumbles beneath you. Mm-hmm. And, then in, and in, in addition to that, when you're looking also to assimilate into a country mm-hmm. and when you feel like you're perpetually an outsider, even though you've been here for 25 years yeah. and people don't see you as one of the kind, whether that's embraced by Caucasians or fellow Asians themselves, it, it, it's, not a, it's not a racial component, it's just a many components that are that are a part of that i lived for six years overseas mm-hmm. and in malaysia my wife is malaysian chinese and my desire over there we had the mindset that we want we wanted to assimilate for a long period of time that we wanted to raise our family and, and to, we had two or four kids over there and a lot of those feelings of like 
wanting to be embraced as a person that wanted to own the local values and aspirations and things and, and carry the burdens and pain that local people had there, but always being seen as like, hey, thanks, that's cute, but you know, you're, just, you're just not one of us. How could you truly understand? And so there's this like, you know, they always accepted but not fully embraced. And, mm -hmm. I, and that, is, that is the story that is common for all first generation people, no matter where you immigrate to whatever part of the world. Right. So all I'm saying in all of that yes. is there's just great opportunity before us. Yeah. And I, I feel being, you know, what I'm so encouraged by serving here at Saddleback is, you know, you can have different criticisms about different things, people can have them, but the value exists that Saddleback embraces from the beginning is a value to be an all-nation congregation. And, you know, just sharing with one of the, we have a leadership team. And on our leadership team, there's a core leadership group of, of about, you know, 15 individuals. And we have, in that 15, 15 individuals, there's 11 ethnicities represented. Wow. And one of my, the interns that was in there with can me. Can you name all 11? Yeah, we, I mean, we have, um, I can. Great. Um, uh, we start off with, with, with Chinese, yes. Korean, Japanese, Indonesian. Um, uh, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Indonesian. Uh, we have African American. We have Indian National. We have um, um, American Sign Language. Oh, yeah. In terms of a language group, we're talking about language groups here. Uh, that's eight of the 11. We have Farsi. Farsi, thank you very much. Farsi Spanish is included in there. Or Spanish is included in there. I don't know if you would call that and then, Latino or Hispanic. Uh, Hispanic, or what, that's a. I asked for the PC word yeah. and yeah. I was informed that Hispanic is appropriate for our context. Great. And then and then myself as being English speaking Caucasian. Mm -hmm. And so my. my, my uh, my in the intern, he was, it was his first meeting, that he first moment of his internship that he spent with us was that meeting, and I asked him what are some feedback, and he's my um, just my initial impression is that Mark, you and I were the only Caucasians in that room. I said I didn't even realize that that's how it already assembled, but yeah. I think there's a also that just is naturally drawn out of the demographic that my team is made up of and sure. who that we're targeting uh -huh. and trying to reach and, and care yeah. for, but. Um, one of the comments that came in and after conversation through that is, uh, was the was the the desire do does any does does is to lean on the things that we're about and the values that we have rather than uh, criticize what we're not, and I think that was a, that was a and that we that we we look towards the ideal and we look towards and we and basically in the conversation that I had is my heart and I've been to over 40 countries around the world so wow. my exposure to like, different cultures and most of those were on foreign mission trips uh -huh. studied overseas for a period of time as okay. well lived overseas as well and so in this most of my interactions overseas wasn't like tourism going but it's like working with Christian populations or underserved people and being able to really have the people aspect over uh -huh. there and what I say is like the value of a multi-ethnic or multicultural environment is like what like okay so it meets the the image of like what what this idea of like what heaven will eventually be but like bring that back down to practical levels and so there's an image that has always stuck with me there was a, um, 
that was, that was shared with me that I really valued. In the beginning of time, God made humanity. It was like in the reflection of who he was fully, mm-hmm. in its full, rich, and beautiful form. At the yes, point sir. of the fall, when sin entered the world, he could no longer hold on to this creation of his because it was, it was sinful, and he dropped it. It landed on earth, and this mere reflection shattered into a thousand pieces throughout the mm-hmm. world. Each of those are the different cultures mm-hmm. that we represent. And so mm-hmm. when we pick up our piece of the mirror, we polish it off and redeem it by polishing it off and making it a true reflection of who God is, we see who God is, but only in part. Mm-hmm. And it's when we engage through the stories of other people that we really, and what my experience was, and where my value has, and my, my enjoyment to be in a multicultural environment, of a multicultural marriage, and really the value of that is because I actually have a fuller perspective of who God is, because through each of our histories, yeah. it's individual. Mm-hmm. When individuals live in a common context, that context becomes a micro or a small society and have a cultural, shared cultural, mm-hmm. historical background. Mm-hmm. And in that, we all have our historical stories that, and we're in, in when it's in, a, in, when Christ becomes involved in that, God, our God is the same God and doesn't change, but we understand the characteristics of God slightly different, or different things are expressed or emphasized to us because of our our unique history that we have. Yes. And so I'm going yes. through that is when mm-hmm. you enter in, and, and, and one of the stories I had to illustrate this, this is a longer rant, but one of the one of the stories that I have to illustrate this, I remember I was in college, and I went to um, a small private college in Indiana, uh, wonderful Christian school, 96% Caucasian, right? And I'm sitting in there, we had this, uh, this pastor, this African-American pastor that he was a pianist and a mm-hmm. pastor and a, a preacher pastor, and he was mm-hmm. uh, playing the piano, and, and, and sharing some word, playing the piano. And I just remember, I was just sitting there up in the balcony looking down at this and not connecting at all. Mm. Slightly bored by it. Really wasn't like exciting to me. And I was just ready to check out where it's done, we're applauding, we're ready to walk away. And there's this one African-American student that was in that room that stood up with tears streaming down her face mm. and was extremely moved by that moment. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a wake-up call for me. And says, Mark, you, you are missing at a very important moment here. Not that they're a very important moment is that this was highly moving to whatever, what was happening there was highly moving to her personal background and you're missing the aspect that she was able to capture that brought her to tears mm-hmm. in her relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And don't just appreciate the, the music itself, but, uh, but understand the story behind it and why that deep sense, conviction, and appreciation mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. And when, I, when this is where I'm trying to get to is when mm-hmm. we start entering into the stories of people, we hear their background, the, the value isn't just for multiculturalism's sake, just for diversity's sake. It's, 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 a, it's a personal component. Mm-hmm. We understand God in a fuller, mm-hmm. and, 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 fuller mm-hmm. and deeper and richer way because for, for I would speak to my, my Chinese wife, who I yes. would know more culture than anything else, okay. Chinese Malaysian, it, it's the, the idea of, of, of respect and generosity mm-hmm. and hospitality and servant-heartedness is just like, is more profound. And I've been entered into more hospitable, self-giving environments in there. And that, that aspects of who God is has really shaped from a cultural background, but that those emphasis of God's character has, has really enriched my life and made me, in the very early decision, early years of our marriage, we had to make a clear distinction between do I want to raise a, a have a, um, have a Caucasian valued German ancestor, um, you know, cultural family, or do I really want to bring the best of both worlds together to, mm. to really shape our children in this kind yeah. of multicultural background? 
and that was a very intentional. It takes sacrifice on both parts, uh-huh. hard things of pulling apart, yes. and, and, and being able to come to common agreement on the things that we want to, to build our family on. Yes. And I think in the same way, it has made me a far better person. Mm-hmm. And the same way in the church, when we come together and learn each other's stories and understand the value of where we're coming from and have those shared values and are allowed to have a fuller and richer experience and understanding of who God is, yes. it makes us a better Christian. It has us yes. a fuller relationship with our Lord because we know him in a fuller way than we would have in our own historical context. So um, right. to bring this full circle in this big rant of mine um, is I am thrilled in the opportunity to serve in this capacity. It's almost a divine appointment because of your personal background to have this opportunity is so fitting for who you are and what God's taken you through. So I'm thrilled to sit here with you to hear some of the things you're learning along the way and facilitating outreach into these different language and ethnic groups. So one of the things that Saddleback already has going, in addition to the language small groups, is a Espanol worship service, almost a campus, for the pastor and then a Chinese venue at the Irvine South location, and perhaps some other things going on, certainly at the international locations, but I'm sure you might be privy to some other things that are starting to brew yeah. in other languages. I think a lot of these are on pilot stage, so they're yeah. not like, uh, like okay. yeah, I can talk about them, we're... we're, we're well, I'm, okay, we're going to save that for the next oh, episode. Oh, great, great, Because I think we've tapped into something, because you have a lot more to say, and you don't have a place to say it. So we're going to create that space. And we're going to continue this conversation about how Saddleback is on its journey to becoming an all-nation congregation here in Orange County and around the world. How's that? It sounds great. Great. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thanks, DJ.